Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down this slate for you guys. Uh, we have a six-game slate today. Uh, not not the biggest for a Wednesday, but uh, it's it's an okay one. Uh, I got some some ugly games, some good games, uh, but let's just dive right in. It's pretty, uh, you know, it, it'll get the job done today. Like six games is enough. Uh, you can play your cash games, you can play your tournaments, and, uh, you know, there's some obvious spots, and then there's some non-obvious spots, and normally with those non-obvious spots, it's always good spots to fade so uh yeah let's, let's get started though now the nets and the pistons is the first game of the day 209 team total and this is a game that uh you know we got the nets have a lot of injuries going on here we got ronda house jefferson we don't know what his status is going to be for this game uh karis levert he's been ruled out you got quincy Acey, he is currently questionable for this game and then um we also have or is that it yeah that's everything don't also forget uh tyler zeller was traded right so that makes jared allen very interesting jared allen has been playing really secure minutes the problem though is his price tag has been up around the industry here's his minutes 26 24 27 23 uh i feel pretty safe and confident to say that jared allen's going to be getting you know 25 minutes a night the problem is is do you want that at that price tag my answer is no so i'm probably going to pass on him today don't think it's really that necessary to take that route if we have Rondé Hollis Jefferson out, like Damari Carroll is a fantastic option here. Just a very safe play at that current price tag around the industry. You know, there's just a nice floor with some upside there. So I like Damari Carroll. I think he's someone that you can roster if you want. D'Angelo Russell, if we get news that he's going to play with a, you know, no minutes restriction, sure, I'd love to play him. Problem is, I, I don't know. Uh, here's his minutes, right? 19, 18, 23, 16, 20. Very frustrating situation with D'Angelo Russell. So until I find out that he's basically unleashed, I'm not going to touch him. Uh, do you want to play Spencer Dinwiddie in a revenge spot? That's the question, right? Uh, he's been good. If you look at the game logs, I mean, 41, uh, 32, 45, 32, 24, 21. I mean, he's had good games. The minutes, too, they're you know between 25 and 33. So it's like up and down you kind of have to uh you know hope that you get the 30 minute game but uh the problem is i don't like hoping for that it's so i i don't think we need to play him on this slate but if someone said they wanted to play him against like ish smith defense i wouldn't hate it but the price is getting up there too so i really think it's damari carroll's the main guy you want to focus on the nets and just kind of move on let's go to the next one though we got the detroit pistons and uh we got to talk about them a little bit they have 109 team total and uh you gotta talk about how great they've been since the blake griffin trade haven't they i mean it's been incredible how good they've played definitely a team that you want to target here uh they got some guys that are still a little bit underpriced one guy in particular is uh reggie bullock his price is still too cheap around the industry a spot against the nets i i like him i think there's upside there just at that price uh the floor is not the greatest but uh you know he's getting a, a healthy amount of minutes every game i mean 34 35 35 29 30 uh just a good amount of minutes and you know he's 
Showing upside at that price. I, I I like it. I like playing him more than Stanley Johnson personally. Sure, Stanley Johnson, right? He showed that 150-point fantasy game. But uh, they're just playing similar minutes, and uh, I don't think there's like a huge difference between the two of them. So give me Reggie Bullock over him uh, for a much cheaper price tag. Luke Kennard, um, you know, he's been getting a healthy amount of minutes. I don't think you need to be playing him here, though. I don't think he's a uh, necessary value that you need to take. Ish Smith, uh, he's he's a pretty solid value. I like him actually in this spot. I think we can get some exposure to him and be pretty happy about it. Uh, Ish Smith is someone that I definitely like targeting here. Has a nice solid floor, uh, and for his price, uh, he, he's a pretty good play uh, on fantasy draft. He is specifically what is his price? Eleven point one k. So yeah, he's a nice like value kind of on, on that site. Uh, I would take him at eleven point one k and be pretty happy with him at that at that at that price tag. Let's go to uh, the next one. We got the, uh, or sorry, let's go to the front court. My bad. Uh, Andre Drummond. Uh, what do we want to do here with him? Uh, this is just too good of a spot, right? The Nets uh, are just awful on the boards, right? We loved Clint Capella yesterday. Uh, was one of the better plays, you know, at center. He was a little priced up. That was kind of one of the issues. And yeah, Andre Drummond is someone that you definitely want to be, uh, you know, getting your exposure to for sure. It's definitely someone that you want to play. Andre Drummond is 18.3K. Uh, that price tag is definitely expensive, right? But uh, if you have the money for it, I think we can find the money if we want to. Uh, I think this is a good spot for him against the Nets. Have to like him. But would you rather just uh, find $2,000, like, you know, save $2,000 and play Blake Griffin? I kind of think I would rather do that. Uh, but I do think they're both, like, good plays. Drummond is definitely going to be a guy that I consider. Uh, I'm going to like Blake Griffin a lot, too. Uh, either way, I want to get exposure to one of these centers, it seems like, on this slate. It really seems like I'm going to want to make sure I at least get one of them. Uh, Drummond is definitely popping my model for me a lot, though, too. So is Blake Griffin. So I think it just depends on who fits, uh, you know, who fits my construction better. And that's going to kind of be the approach I take with it. I like both of them. Uh, it, it does matter, though, like, if you do, say you take out, uh, you know, Andre Drummond for Blake Griffin, what is that $2,000 do for you it could do a lot uh don't know for sure you kind of have to like wait till roster construction and wait to see how much all the value shakes up but uh I, I think getting exposure to drummond and blake griffin should be something you're trying to do uh your best on this slate because they're both really good plays so at least getting exposure to one would be smart let's move on to the next game we got the houston rockets and the miami heat a 211 team total and uh the rockets uh, man so they're on the road coming off of back to back and they're a team i normally like to target the problem here is they're going against Miami, a uh, slower-paced team, pretty good defensive team, too. So, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of not as interested in guys like the James Hardens and the, the Chris Pauls. They're just kind of expensive, and I don't love the matchup for them. So, I kind of see them just being guys I don't really play on this slate. Same with, like, even, like, a Clint Capella. Like, he's sort of priced up, and he was priced up yesterday for a Nets matchup. Now he's priced up against the Heat. I don't know. I just don't see, like, I'm going to seems like I'm going to be playing many guys here on the Rockets. Even guys like Eric Gordon, I don't just really want to play him. I don't know. It seems like I might really just fade uh, Miami, and it's kind of weird to think that. I could understand on a site like a FanDuel if you, you know, say you have all this value and you get forced into a James Harden for raw points. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, right? I, I I was forced into the James Harden for raw points yesterday uh, on yesterday's slate in cash, so I ended up playing him over there. So I understand when that happens, doing that, especially at a spot against the Nets, that was great. But against the Heat, still, it's not an amazing spot for him. So I don't know. I, for some reason, uh, the more and more I think about it, it just seems like the Rockets are just going to be a team I kind of stay away from. Uh, and not not on purpose. It's just naturally. just They're not going to fall into my lineup. 
by the way I'm building. I mean, Ryan Anderson, him him going down with the ankle uh, is definitely definitely going to be something we need to watch for, though, because if he's not playing, I mean, Luke Richard and Bob Mute, there's more minutes for him, even though he already plays a pile of minutes. But, like, he just, I don't know, does he get forced into maybe 40 minutes a night because there's also Trevor Reese's out? Uh, does Gerald Green get some run, uh, extra run? Maybe he gets a little extra run. They go uh, small ball and they try to play him at the four. Even PJ Tucker, they'll slide him maybe at the four and then put Gerald Green at three. I don't know. It's like that's going to be what I'm kind of watching for. Is it going to really boost up Clint Capella? Uh, not really minutes wise. I think that just he'll his minutes stay the same. Maybe he picks up uh, two or three minutes here and there because at times if the Rockets do go small, but. Uh, and like Ryan Anderson gets some center run and maybe they put Capella in a little bit more but uh, it's mainly going to focus on that front court and if, if Ryan Anderson is out that's what I would focus on is maybe getting some exposure some of those value guys and whatnot but again this is not a team I'm in love with today what about the Heat though uh, are the t- Heat a team I like today uh, not really again they're a team that's kind of spreading the ball uh, no spreading the minutes out a lot and they're kind of really uncertain with what they're doing uh, I know the Kelly Olnick uh, injury is definitely going to help us out and definitely going to be something to consider. We're going to have the front court being very thin now. We got James Johnson. He hasn't been good recently. That's the one concern I really have with James Johnson. Last last couple games, uh, 22 minutes, 28 minutes, 18 minutes. And then the numbers just all over the place, 13.1, 38, uh, 9.9. I mean, just all over the place in the numbers. This is a good spot for him, though, with Kelly Olnick going down. I feel like he could be one of the biggest beneficiaries here. I know they talk about playing Bam some more runs, so maybe getting Bam as a cheap center in 26 minutes. Yesterday against Orlando, he had a massive game going over 30 fantasy points. I mean, he was incredible. So, uh it's tough. Uh, I think we're going to have to play some of these uh, Heat guys. Just the question is which one's Bam. I, I really would rather play him in like a forward spot, like so on like a fantasy draft. It's great because you can roster a ton of different centers. I think that's that's a good route to go. Uh, I'm just wondering if James Johnson is going to be the guy that I really get exposure to here. Uh, he's just been really frustrating, and uh, I don't know if I want to risk that in my cash games. Uh, in tournaments, sure, I think it's going to make a ton of sense. But, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for the value in that front court and find out what they're going to do because I know Spolstra – he said yesterday, or two days ago, he said in a tweet, he said he wants to play Whiteside and Bam together, and then he came back and said that he can't play Whiteside and Bam together because they won't work properly. So, uh, And I believe it said James Johnson would then get more of the run. So uh, my guess is James Johnson is the guy that you really want to target now and kind of get your exposure to on the heat with the Olnick news. Josh Richardson this past month like, has been just one of the steadiest guys you can find. Uh, just... He's getting like a mid twenties to like uh, upper thirties in fantasy points every single night uh, against the Heat. This isn't a bad spot for him. Just the tempo of the game and the pace. I, I, he's gonna play a ton of minutes. I, I don't mind Josh Richardson as a cash game play. Still, he's kind of pricey. It kind of feels gross. I don't think he's a tournament play, but a cash game play if he fits your last spot, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, also, Wayne Ellington, he's questionable for the game, so that'll obviously uh, you know help out Josh Richardson, give him a couple more minutes maybe. Uh, so that'll be nice uh, for his value. Goran Dragic, man, so I I don't get him right too often. He's a really frustrating roster. I think he's a good play at the price he's at. I don't know if I'll play him. I really hate rostering because it just seems like I don't get his days right. And, you know, it's just there's such a wide range of outcomes. I'll just read you the game log. 33.3, 53.4, 14.9, 31.6, uh, 28, 10.2, 26.9. I mean, he's just all over the place, and it's really frustrating in cash games. I think he's a great tournament play. Uh, cash games though, it's kind of tough for me to roster him. Uh, if he fits my last spot, I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't love it. 
uh, it's spot against the Rockets, you know, uh, he's dealing with Chris Paul defense, that's the frustrating part, but it's definitely an, uh, an up-tempo game. If Wayne Ellington is out, that could definitely help out Tyler Johnson, and I think he could be an interesting tournament play too, but again, strictly tournaments on a guy like him who's just very cheap, and he, sh- you know, flashed upside in the past. All right, let's go to the next game, Utah Jazz, Memphis Grizzlies. This game is a, I'm losing it here, uh, 202 team total. So 202 is a very low total here. Not one of my favorite games to uh, roster for sure. Uh, We got the Grizzlies who look awful right now. I mean, that team does not look good. They're dealing with a lot of injuries and they have Tyreek Evans who's currently sitting because he might get traded. With that news of him possibly being traded, that's opened up the backcourt a lot. And there's been guys that we can roster. Uh, we got, you know, Andrew Harrison, Mario Chalmers, and Wayne Selden. They're all perfectly in play, right? I think they're all good values. The problem with them is just like sometimes they can put up bad games. Like they're just not good basketball players, right? Uh, they, they got, you know, beat by the Hawks yesterday. Uh, and I think they got beat pretty bad. Uh, let me let me pull up the game real quick because I want to see how bad it was. I mean, it was definitely not pretty. Uh, remember when I look and I thought it was like a really ugly score. Uh, the score of that game last night, I believe they got like absolutely murdered by the Hawks, which is just awful yeah they, they, they lost so bad to the Hawks so this team is just really bad and like again I, I do think that these guards are good value plays you know they're 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 fine they're solid but they're not like elite value plays or anything right we have temporary expectations with them they can absolutely put up duds so I'm worried about them especially against a jazz team that's looked pretty good I, I'm saying I'm gonna try my best to stay away from the Grizzlies it, it, I get it if those value plays they can definitely be helpful at, at, at those prices and if they fit um I have no issues with those guards they're all perfectly fine plays but I'm likely just going to do my best to stay away. Same with like Marcus All, right? Marcus All getting a great, great amount of usage. He's this uh, team's best player, but going against Rudy Gobert, tough matchup. I'll pass on that. And again, this is like one of the slower paced games in the slate, and a good game that you can maybe cross off on this slate. If I'm being honest, look at the Utah Jazz. If we have to play anyone over here. No, Ricky Rubio, what he's doing is incredible. Problem is the price is getting up there. You know, 13.3K on fantasy draft. Do I want to pay that price? Not really. With Rubio's current price hike and in this matchup, which is, you know, slow-paced game, uh, and not the greatest, uh, I think Ricky Rubio is a good fade if you haven't been playing him. If you've been playing him, keep riding this train and keep playing him because he's made you money and you need to keep playing him, basically. But uh, if you've been fading him, that's kind of the approach I would take. If you've been playing Rubio, load up on him if you want. Uh, If you haven't been, you probably shouldn't jump on now. It's not the right time to. Uh, Rudy Gobert, I think he's an, you know, He's a fine play, you know, the price is nice, 13.4k, problem is the matchup is tough. Uh, I think there's just other centers that we can probably play instead, and I don't think we need to play Gobert, we can just find money for some other guys, so, uh, and I think there's just guys at the top that you want to pay for today, so I'm not going to play Gobert, I'd rather look for, uh, you know, Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns, they're, they're both really good plays that I'm going to want to get exposure to today. Uh, anyone else, like Donovan Mitchell, I know he's coming off a really ugly game, uh, do would i play him here probably not i just think he's already expensive and it's just not necessary and i think this is a good fade spot this this entire team is just a team that uh a team in a game that i really just don't think we need to be getting exposure to uh so yeah other than that i'm really not too excited about this game sorry guys wish i could like it but uh on some of these sites crossing off games is not a bad thing to do all right, we got Anthony Davis on the next game. Indiana Pacers and New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans are at home, and Davis is the guy you want. I mean, the Pacers, I always talk about how the Pacers are terrible, and I mean terrible against centers. 
So Anthony Davis is going to be a guy you want to get exposure to today. I love him. He's one of my uh, one of my favorite plays on the slate. One of the guys that I think you want to be jamming in your lineups for sure. On DraftKings specifically, uh, Miritich, Nikolai Miritich, I think his price tag is crazy. You have to get exposure to him. Same with Fantasy Draft, 12.3K. Have to love that price tag. He's a guy that you should definitely get exposure to on this slate. Uh, those are two guys I absolutely love, and uh, you know they basically said there was you know some word that having Rondo there has been good for Miritich. He liked that, so uh, I'm gonna go back on the well on Rondo in tournaments. Just the comf- those guys are comfortable with each other, and uh, they just need to like kind of play that rotation together a lot more and get them uh, moving as a unit. And I think that and this is this is the spot they can do it though, kind of the get right spot for the uh, Pelicans. You know, first game against just this, a terrible opponent, they should absolutely mop the floor at them. So. I like Rondo a little bit in tournaments. Think he's an interesting option at that price. And then Drew Holiday. I mean, this guy is a, someone that you definitely want to target too. Uh, when Davis or Cousins is out, he sees a nice bump in usage uh, and fantasy points. Definitely someone you want to get exposure to. It's like that core four on the Pelicans I like a lot. Davis is my... He's probably my number one to like. Uh, Miritich at his price is just too cheap, so he'll be my number two, and I love Drew Holiday. And then Rondo's, Rondo's a distant fourth, but again, more of a tournament play for me. Uh, I think you can mix and match like in, the Etwan Moores. Like you can put him in there. Uh, I think he's like the one guy, if you had me pick, I'd throw in there. But uh, maybe throwing like a Darius Miller, you can mix him in there. But eh, I, I just think it's like mainly that core four is really where I'm targeting. And they're, they're guys you want to get heavy exposure to on this slate the Pacers side of the ball they're dealing with some injuries we know Darren Collison is out for a while uh Collison is out for a long time so that's putting Joe Young and Corey Joseph getting some uh point guard minutes some values that could be very interesting on this slate especially against a New Orleans team that doesn't play a ton of defense at all uh so definitely have to consider uh looking at that one the real news to watch though on the Pacers is will Oladipo play if Oladipo plays he's a guy I want to be getting in my lineups against the Pelicans team he's been dealing with an illness so uh you know the question is how how bad was that illness I wish I knew I hope we get like news that he's like feeling better I know he's questionable for this game I don't want to play a guy that like just comes off an illness and is like still not really exactly there and just kind of does it because the team is so short-handed I'm a little worried that could be the case so uh, I'm hoping we can get like just some really strong reports from uh basically the coach saying like you know well he is perfectly fine he's ready to go something like that so we'll have to see uh kind of what the news is on that but if he plays i want to get exposure to him if lance or not lance if old depot doesn't play lance stevenson who i was just about to talk about he's gonna make me want to dance right lance gonna make you want to dance just uh too good of a play someone that i think you can even play if old depot plays because he's gonna get a, still get a significant amount of usage Lance is a guy that you want to get exposure to for sure. This team is not good against the wings. I like him. I think Bojan Bogdanovich, I'm mad I didn't pull the trigger on him Yes, uh, last time out there, but I still think he's a pretty good play. He is very points dependent. I, I agree with that. Uh, if Oladipo plays, that could definitely cut into him, but I still think he's someone at his price so you can still consider. Uh, he's a guy you can definitely get exposure to uh, on the slate. Power forward, though, uh, you know, Thad Young and Sabonis, I, this is just not a good spot for them. Uh, I, I don't like them a ton. I think it's a pass spot. Don't think they're really that necessary. Uh, I think there's better better guys on the slate to take at the, that position, so I wouldn't take them. And then Miles Turner, you know, he had a good game against Cousins the last time out. I remember hearing someone say, if Oladipo sits, like, you know, I think that hurts him more. I think Oladipo being there helps get him more opportunities, right? Better ball handler to pass him the ball. So I think if Oladipo plays, I like Turner a little bit more. If Oladipo doesn't play, then I'd be less less uh excited to play him but i think he's in play uh if you play old depot i wouldn't mind running it back with a miles turner but again this uh this 
this center position, I really want to pay up for Davis today and uh, really want to pay up for Town. So I don't know if I really want to go down there. On Fantasy Draft, sure, when you can play a bunch of guys, that's obviously great. So uh, get your exposure to, uh, you know, as many centers as you can if you like the, you know, the value there. And I think... I think the price tag is good on Miles Turner uh, on Fantasy Draft 11.5k. That's really cheap, so uh, just don't uh, don't forget about Miles Turner. I think he's a an interesting play if Oladipo is in. But again, news we have to wait on uh, throughout the day. Let's go to the next game. We got the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are bad guys. Everyone knows it. Their defense is one of the worst in the league uh, by far. It's just absolutely atrocious. So. Uh, we want to load up on Timberwolves. I think there's good reason to. Uh, you know, Towns is one of my favorites. Jimmy Butler, too. I love him. They're both going to be guys I like spending on today. Uh, so definitely get some exposure to him. Uh, both those guys are two elite plays that I'm going to want to get a lot of exposure to. So Towns and Butler have to love them in this spot. If I'm being honest, all these Timberwolves are definitely in play, though. I mean, it's just going to be, <laughs> there's so many to love. Uh, Jeff Teague is a good option. I think Andrew Wiggins is a great play. People are going to be like, Andrew Wiggins, yeah, I hate playing this guy, but we, he's got revenge on his mind, man. Uh, Alan Lem tweeted this out, pretty good note. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, <clears throat> or he didn't tweet this out, but he he, he quoted the tweet. Uh, it's not his stat, but he found the stat from someone. Uh, random note, Andrew Wiggins is now averaging 29.1 points in seven career meetings against the Cleveland Cavaliers franchise that drafted him and traded him away. By far the most uh, against any opponent. That's not a coincidence. Andrew Wiggins gets up for this game. I like Andrew Wiggins in this spot. He's cheap, has upside. He's a guy that I think you want to get exposure to. So uh, yeah, Andrew Wiggins, definitely uh, definitely make sure you play him uh, today. I think he's a good tournament option. Uh, Jeff Teague, you know, he's been a little frustrating again, but this is a great spot for him to get right. Uh, I don't hate him. Uh, he's an okay play, but I actually like Tyus Jones for cheap. And uh, hear me out on Tyus Jones. Just look at the, you know, look at the last couple games. I get it, right? He has some ugly games. 20, 20 minutes, 17 minutes, 17 minutes, 13. And then it goes 1.5, 4.5, 16.6, .6 and 22.7 in, uh, you know, fantasy points. He has a wide range of outcomes. But I think in tournaments, I think it's an interesting play. We, you know, we're playing against the Cavs team that we're kind of expecting a blowout against. Uh, the Cavaliers defense is just so bad. I expect the Timberwolves just to mop the floor at them. I forget who it was on Saturday, but uh, I think it was the Pelicans. I mean, they, they were beating up the Pelicans all game long, and the Pelicans are not a good defensive team, and the Cavaliers are worse than them. Uh, so I don't know. I'm expecting very similar. And in that game, like Tyus Jones, he against the Pelicans, he had 15 uh, real life points. I mean, this is just going to be an easy game for him to be able to get some uh, production off the bench. And if he gets that fourth quarter uh, run off the bench. You know, that could be good for him. He could get a lot of garbage time runs. So I don't hate it in tournaments. If you're building your, uh, you know, if you're building your teams, assuming that this game is going to blow out, I don't hate Tyus Jones. Again, it's a really deep tournament play, but I think it's interesting. Uh, again, I, you got to, these, my main targets are going to be the Andrew Wiggins, uh, Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns, even like a Taj Gibson too. I like him because he's just like a cheap, uh, play that just getting exposure to a bad defense, like getting exposure to bad defenses through, uh, cheap, uh, plays. And he's cheap enough where, uh, I'll take Taj Gibson too. Those are the four main guys I really want to target though. Uh, Jeff T is probably the odd man out, uh, my least favorite Timberwolf of the starter, but that's about it for them. Let's head on over to the Cavs. Uh, so People may think this is very unpopular, but full fade. Like, uh, I mean, just, I don't need to play any of these guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I know Stevie talked about on the morning grind it, with D-Wade being out. Uh, you know, that would make uh, Jeff Green pretty interesting. And I don't hate that. Uh, I think that's that's worth noting. He talked about that. And I don't hate that, right? And he's a guy that will probably get blowout run too, which is great, uh, just in case the game gets ugly. But I really just think this game is going to blow out. 
I, I don't, I'm not, not going to be playing this one. Uh, I, I'll just play the Timberwolves that I think are going to get their uh, production and kind of call it a day. This Cavaliers team is really bad. It's just not good. Uh, so yeah, no need for me. Also, the other thing about this, the Timberwolves are like a very, uh, you know, paced down team. Very surprising how much of a paced down team they are. I think they're ranked like 20th in the league last I looked. Uh, I could pull it up now and see. Let's see if I can find this for you guys. So I have it up right here. Cleveland is ranked 13th in pace, and the, the Minnesota is ranked uh, they're ranked 23rd. So yeah, that's definitely going to be a little bit of a pace-up game for a team like the Timberwolves, so can't complain about that. Definitely good for them. Uh, and again, it's definitely paced down for the Cavs, and just this team is bad. I'm going to fade them completely. I just don't think we need to. Uh, Jeff Green is the one guy maybe like getting some blowout run. Uh, maybe an Isaiah Thomas, too, because he gets some usage right with Wade out, so maybe him, but... Uh, man, I, that guy, he has been so bad. I, I just don't really know if I want to be taking that uh, approach with them. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do my best to uh, stay away from them. And we just got some word. Victor Oladipo is expected to play tonight. So that's uh, good to hear. I'm definitely going to get some Oladipo exposure. There's going to be a lot of usage for him. And that's going to be my favorite game to target that New Orleans-Indiana game. All right, let's go over to the San Antonio and Phoenix game. Uh, this game, you know, is uh, not one I would normally like, but um, with Devin Booker expected not to play in this game, that's definitely going to be big news for us. And I, I think we have to play some of these Suns, right? Even some Spurs too. Spurs are in like a nice pace-up game. Lamarcus Aldridge is pretty interesting. I like him on the Spurs side of the ball. I think you can get exposure through him. Uh, Kyle Anderson, uh, he's been you know, he hasn't been like what he was. He had that one stretch where he was absolutely incredible, but uh, I think this is a great spot for him against the Suns. So I like Kyle Anderson a little bit, even Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol could be, you know, in for a pretty good game. He's someone I would look to get exposure to. And we got Murray. Murray is now a starter. Uh, you know, he's came back to, you know, a little bit of earth a little bit, but uh, this is a good spot for him against the Suns. I think those are like the main Spurs I want to target on. Uh, if I had to rank those Spurs, it's probably a uh, Aldridge number one for me, followed by Murray, uh, then Kyle Anderson, and then Pau Gasol. That's kind of the way I would approach it. But those Spurs are all going to be good plays. But also, be on the lookout. This is a 10-30 game against the worst team in the league. Uh, does Pop sit, guys? Maybe this could totally break the slate if he sits one guy. could change things. So uh, we could get this news, and everything I'm talking about with about the Spurs could just change. So please be on the lookout for that. And I just want to stress, this is the Suns, right? They're one of the best teams to target in DFS. So make sure to get some Spurs exposure. You're getting one of the slowest-paced teams in the league in the Spurs going up against one of the fastest-paced teams. That doesn't play any defense in the Suns. So you're going to want to get exposure. Uh, we have this, you know, didn't, didn't say the total out loud, but we have the Spurs in a 106.75 team total. We don't see that too often. Uh, what about the Suns, though? Uh, again, I don't really, you know, I would normally not roster the Suns a ton here, but they are in a spot where uh, they're going against the Spurs, who are just, you know, uh, you know, good defensive team, but uh, they just don't, the Suns don't have a lot of guys left. That's the problem. There's not a lot of bodies. So uh, Josh Gray, uh, he's someone uh, that got some minutes that cut into Eulis a little bit. I think Eulis is, is still a guy you can go back and play. I get it. He had a bad game against the Lakers, and normally he's you know thrived against the Lakers, and this is not a great as great a matchup against the Spurs. But I think we got to go back to the well with Eulis in, in cash. Not cash, probably tournaments more so. 
at that price. I don't think we need to pay down at point guard like that. So, uh, and his price has gone up a little bit. So I think uh, in tournaments, I think Ulysses is interesting. And this could honestly be the spot where everyone's like, well, man, Ulysses in the great spot yesterday and cashed it terrible at high ownership. And now he's low owned and now he crushes. So uh, again, it's not a great matchup for him, but I think he's definitely someone that's interesting. I like TJ Warren and Josh Jackson the most though on the, on the uh, Suns. Uh, I think that they're just uh, good, good values on this slate. And uh, you know, they've just been really good and getting just basically guaranteed minutes and uh, putting up a ton a shot so i like those two guys those are my two favorite spurs on the slate the big news we have to really watch for is tyson chandler when greg monroe was there tyson chandler was sitting out those uh you know those second half of back-to-backs and uh this is actually uh, a third and four nights we have uh charlotte they played on the fourth then they had off on the fifth and then the sixth against the lakers and now the seventh against the spurs normally this was a classic greg monroe just plays for tyson chandler right uh could we see Alex Len essentially just start now here. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see T- Alex Len be the starter and Tyson Chandler not even play and just sit off the bench. The Suns have showed us that this season. Again, uh, we have to wait and see. I'm sure we'll get this news early on, early enough. But, uh, you know, Chandler played 33 and 30 minutes uh, the past two games. I could easily see them sitting him and then playing Alex Len, who played, uh, you know, 11 minutes and 6 minutes. Instead, they'll just play him, uh, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. And at his price, I think he's an interesting value play. It's not a, you know, the Spurs is not a great matchup at all or anything like that. But uh, definitely think that Alex Len is, uh, you know, someone that we have to be considering on this slate. Alrighty, uh, that's about it for the slate, guys. Uh, also forgot to mention, uh, I know you guys who love the narrative streets like me, uh, it's Isaiah Thomas's birthday, so uh, maybe that gives him a bump in the model that it's his birthday against the uh, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Again, not a good defensive team against point guards, so uh, maybe that's something to like with Wade being out. But uh, that's about it for me, guys. Uh, enjoyed you coming and watching. Uh, I really think this slate is a pretty solid one, uh, but I think it's pretty obvious where to go. Uh, Indiana New Orleans is the game that I'm going to be loading up on. I think everyone's going to be loading up on that too. Uh, so I think you're going to have to try, find, try to find ways to be creative throughout that. If you're stacking up Indiana and New Orleans, try and find some low-end guys that will fit your uh, you know construction a little differently uh, than others. And that's kind of the approach that I'll uh, take on this slate when I build my teams up. So again, Load up on Indiana New Orleans, guys. That's my favorite game of the day and the one that you want to get exposure to. So uh, thanks a lot for joining me. Uh, if you have any questions uh, about the slate or uh, want to just interact on Twitter, my Twitter is at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Again, that's Travis Mangone, and I am out. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.